today we have the honor of uh, having Jonathan Aiken, uh, one of the, the great uh, tech analysts of our industry and of our time for the last 20 years. And uh, uh, actually, I'm very honored that, he, that we share the alma mater. We both went to Columbia together uh, years ago. Uh, but Jonathan has been uh, one of the, the, the key analysts on, on technology and data centers in, in specifically uh, over the last couple of years. He's been the guy to read whenever you want to find out something about new trends in digital infrastructure. Um, he's 20 years with RBC um, and, and uh, we're very, very fortunate to have uh, Jonathan here today to just to talk about uh, what he sees happening in the markets. And also, you know, what, what his view is on, on as we start to look out into the future, what will be some of the the signs that we'll start to see that the industry is shifting. Um, and so really, really excited to have Jonathan here today and uh, welcome to the PTC uh, Digging Into the Future series. Welcome, Jonathan. Thanks very much. Now, do you, do you see, uh, I mean, big, the big question that always comes up, especially at PTC and a lot of these conferences around, you know, obviously uh, the big five also now are building their own cables, uh, you know, and they're, they're building their own data centers. So they build their own essentially hyperscale centers, um, do they in the future just become their own infrastructure providers? Yeah, I think um, I think you're going to see uh, kind of a bifurcated architecture, um, and that has been the case for probably the last five plus years. Uh, there was a time um, uh, when Facebook was was the biggest leaser around, and then, and then they pivoted towards uh you know, building their own data centers. And uh, it wasn't clear that they necessarily needed to be in third-party sites. But since that time, um, whether it's Microsoft, Google, IBM, Oracle, um, Amazon, um, there's parts of their architecture that are going to be more storage operating centers, a uh, term that I think you've used in the past as well, uh, that, um, you know, um, it's going to be very uniform. It's storage arrays. Um, they're going to build their own in places that have low total cost of ownership cheap power or latency isn't critical, but the production sites that need to be close to the GDP, um, you're going to want to be uh, in a third-party uh, environment, uh, third, a, a campus where, where other cloud providers are. Um, customers are going to expect that. Multi-cloud, I think, is a real thing. And so uh, not, every, not every company is going to be reliant on one uh, CSP partner. So there's going to be a vested interest on the part of many of these uh, big customers to lease in a third-party environment. And I, I would say that some of the biggest leasers are also the biggest builders. The one does not come at the expense of the other. Okay. And what, what do you think about, uh, we've heard this, this new trend out there, and uh, obviously we used to talk about forward operating centers and storage operating centers, but now that's, there's, a, there's a real official name. It's called Edge uh, Data Centers, and they seem to be the, the up-and-coming uh, thing. Uh, um, What's your view? Do you think there's a sort of a bifurcation of the data center industry? And, and they also talk about something called MicroEdge as well. So um, do you think there's, a, you know, and do these data center companies become uh, focused on one segment of the market or do they play in all the segments of the market going forward? I mean, what, what do you see happening with these sort of the bigger platforms? Yeah, I think um, there'll be some companies that uh, have kind of their own natural swim lane, um, you know, being in the major GDP centers, um, and then um, a farm league of, of companies that are that are maybe first to market in a, in a, in a tier two um, city in North America or a tier two, tier three emerging market within Asia. And then, of course, there could be M and A that happens on the back of that. Um, but I do believe that some of the biggest sites, out, the biggest hubs out there. Um, barring any, any constraints around permitting and things like that, they're going to get bigger. Um, and then these emerging uh, um, hub locations will get bigger as well. So one does not come at the expense of the other. Um, 
you know, when it comes to MicroEdge, um, I'm not sure that uh, there's a well-developed business model there, at least as it pertains to kind of a neutral host model. I think there are cases where, um, uh, you know, at the factory floor, at the enterprise premise, you're going to need a, um, you know, an AWS or Azure compatible box um, that's going to be kind of a hardware cell, uh, you know, that the, that the enterprise uh, you know, essentially purchases and then, and then bandwidth connecting back to the public cloud. But the role in that uh, value chain of a third-party data center operator, um, I'm not sure that's really established at this point. One, one, one quick question for you also, just thinking about emerging markets today. Um, you know, if you think about data centers, data centers, you know, really, uh, I have a chart that I often use, uh, which shows the, the population of data centers. And we look at it, they're... Western Europe, the United States, and then what I would call the developed Asia, so sort of Japan, um, Hong Kong, Singapore, have got very, very high concentrations of data centers. But then when you go to a lot of the emerging markets, there might only be three or four data centers in the entire country. Um, and to be honest, most of the big players have avoided those markets for the most part. Um, you know, you look at the, they'll put a toe into China maybe, and you're starting to see a few guys moving into India. Uh, but for the most part, the big, the big players have not touched those markets. Um, unless I'm, I'm missing something. I mean, how do you see them and do you see them playing a role in the emerging markets or, or is it, you think they'll just continue to focus on their sort of core, uh, developed markets? Yeah, so the, the focus on core developed markets, as long as there's uh, the capacity to further develop, I, I think will continue. But um, getting to what we talked about in our EDGE discussion early, earlier in this conversation, um, I think you will see uh, more and more um, you know, investment in, in, in emerging markets from some of these folks. A lot of it will be kind of GDP driven, um, some of it's regulation driven, but you know, on, on balance, um, you know, the greater the GDP, the more likely it is that a given country is going to start to see, um, you know, um, one of these big five start to kind of pay attention, um, either through partnering with a local telco, building their own um, environment, uh, or perhaps, um, um, you know, partnering with a third party data center developer to, uh, to add capacity. But it, it's, it's uh, in, in many cases, as long as it's a, um, you know, sizable GDP that's growing. It's it's a question of when, not if. Okay. So just just to, to finish up, Jonathan, uh, as we look out uh, into next 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 two years, uh, obviously we've had a nice nice run on most statistical levels for whether you be a, a mobile operator, a fixed line operator, or a data center guy. Um, what do you what do you see? How do you see the next three years? Do you think we're on a uh, a nice run, uh, or do you think that there'll be a slowdown or a reset after sort of uh, COVID uh, goes away and, and people get back to sort of a normal way of life? Um, or maybe they never go back to that way of life. Uh, what's, what's your thoughts on the next, how the next three years look? I mean, a lot of it depends on access to capital, right? Um, 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 but as, as long as nothing, um, you know, unusually disruptive happens uh, in, in the capital markets, and as long as the uh, the drivers of IT outsourcing and internet usage, uh, um, bandwidth, um, social networking, software as a service, cloud computing, um, you know, gaming, you know, as long as those continue to see the uh, the types of growth volumes that that we've seen over the last three years, I wouldn't expect any dramatic uh, change in course and speed over the next um, three plus years. Okay. 
Well, that's Jonathan Aiken coming to you from uh, California. This is Bill Barney on Digging Into the Future. And uh, thank you all for, uh, and thank you, Jonathan, for uh, giving us your insights. We really appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you hopefully in Hawaii in, in a few months' time. Great. Thanks a lot.